Hey everyone, welcome to season four of Faith in It with Kay. Y'all, I'm so grateful that God trusts, he trusts me with this platform. Last February when I started this podcast, I, I just knew I had something to say. And I thought just maybe there were people out there who wanted to hear it and wanted to talk back to me and (laughs) you know this podcast was started out of a desire to hear uh the black millennial christian voice speak on blackness and our faith walk so colliding with those social things that are happening um and our faith what does that look like i wanted to hear conversations that spoke on the interaction of the intersection of faith and blackness answering questions like do i need more faith as a black christian is there still a difference in the journey is there still a difference in the journey for a black christian versus a white christian because if we're honest we know there's a difference in the journey between a black and a white person um if you don't know god we know that without a doubt that there's a difference in that journey So I wanted to explore, is there still a difference when we come to God? Is there still a difference between the black Christian experience and the white Christian experience? This podcast, honestly, is just, it's for the socially woke Christian. It is for that Christian that's like, like, I see what's happening in the world. I don't subscribe to it. I don't succumb to it, but I see what's happening and I I see how it's affected me and I want to have those, I want to talk about those things. I want to have those conversations because if we're not able to acknowledge it, then we can't change it. So that's what this podcast is about. So I'm excited that you're here for season four. And, you know, it's been really crazy to kind of get inquiries for people who want to be a guest on the podcast. So if you want to be a guest on Faith in It with Kay, like you're like, hey, Kay. You know, I have a story that I'm going to tell. I want you to go ahead and email me. I'm going to make sure that every single way that you can connect with me is in the show notes. So uh, podcast, email, uh, social media platforms, all of that will be in the show notes. I want to hear from you. If you want to be a guest, I want you to reach out and just let me know. Hey, I like what's I like this platform. I like what's happening. I want to I want to talk. I want to talk to your audience about my journey, my faith walk. And if you want to join uh, our email list, go ahead and check the show notes again for how you can reach out to me and say, hey, Kay, I want to be a part of the email list. Now, the email list, I'm not going to super spam you because I don't like spammy emails. But the thought is um, maybe two to three times a month, you'll get an email from me. So it could be an email of something that's coming up. So um, maybe episode, maybe I'll send you um, early listening for new episodes. Maybe it'll be email. Um, if you need prayer, reaching out and saying, hey, keep this in prayer and creating a, an email list to where we, we keep each other in prayer and keep each other lifted up before um, God because we know that there's power in touching and agreeing. Not necessarily physically touching, but touching in the spirit and agreeing um, with each other's needs. So I want us to create that community where we are praying for each other. We are interceding and standing in the gap for each other. We're encouraging each other um, as we're walking through our different journeys. So if you're interested in being a part of email list, make sure you say, send me an email, DM me, however you want to do it, um, and say, hey, I want to be a part. And as always, please continue to subscribe, to share, to comment, uh, leave reviews. Like, I want to hear from you. Um, it's been amazing to kind of like get some, all these amazing feedbacks, honestly. Um, but yeah, I want to hear from you. So please go ahead and check out the show notes and contact me. Like, I want to hear from you. I want us to interact Uh, I want us to build season four and moving forward into a community. So I'm excited that you're here for season four. 
I'm excited for the guest. I'm excited for the message. I'm excited for the encouragement. I'm excited for the prayer. I'm excited for what God's about to do. Um, Because 2021 started out real crazy, Um, (laughs) y'all. But we serve an awesome God who's able to do all things but fail. So I'm excited for what he's going to do in your 2021. So no matter what it looks like, just to know that he's going to come through and he's going to come through in a mighty way for you because he's in the season right now of just elevation. It's, everything is happening super fast. Um, it's no longer that need to um, to wait. <laughs> and I think what it is, is we've been waiting. We've, he's been preparing us. Um, if we've allowed that to happen, he's been preparing us. We've been waiting. We've been anticipating um, and I think for many of us, we're walking into our now, we're walking into our now season and I'm super excited. I'm super excited to watch God work and to see what God has planned for 2021. So go ahead and stay tuned. And like I said, subscribe to the podcast, follow me on social media. Um, cause I have a couple more things that I plan on doing this year and I want you to be the first to know about it. The first to be a part of it. So I'm excited. So keep listening. I have so much, (laughs) Uh, some awesome guests really for you in uh, season four. So make sure that you're listening, you're sharing, um, and you're reaching out to me and saying, hey, Kay, I like that episode. Uh, I didn't like that episode. Uh, Can we talk more about this right here, Kay? I want to hear from you. Hey there. So welcome to this this week's episode of Faith in It with Kay. So hopefully you listened uh, last week. Uh, so you heard part one of my conversation with Sister Denise uh, Martin Thompson called Faith in the Journey. And that was part one. This week is part two. And yes, there's going to be a part three next week. I know you're like, oh, for real? <laughs> Three parts though? Yes, three parts. Because the conversation was so good. It was so rich. And, you know, trying to edit, I was like, I didn't want you guys to miss anything. So I hope you feel um, you feel the same way and listen to these conversations. Like, uh, she had, Denise had so much. Dee had so much wisdom. And um, I loved having this conversation with her. I love hearing about her relationship with God. I love hearing about her um, experiences within the juvenile system. I loved um, hearing about her business and just her passion. Like, as you can tell, she's an amazing woman of God. So I encourage you to go ahead and follow her. Go ahead and reach out to her if you have questions or if you just want to get to know her better. She's super inviting. And I know (laughs) it'll bless you uh, to be connected to her. So the next thing that you'll hear is part two of our conversation keep listening. Don't you tell us about your relationship with Christ? Like you already kind of told us a little bit about it and you know, it's interjected in every single like word that you speak. Um, but can you talk, you know, specifically about your relationship with Christ and how it's impacted your life? So my relationship with Christ was not always a relationship. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Right. And, 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 Again, we got to be honest about where we started and, and where we are now, right? Um, yes. As a teenager, as a kid, you know, I was brought up in, in the Catholic um, religion. <clears throat> as a teenager, I rebelled against that and I started um, studying other religious um, practices. Yeah. <laughs> and, and God allowed me to dip and dally in that for a reason or purpose. Can, and we also shared about God ordaining things and God allowing yeah. things, right? So sometimes yeah. God will ordain something to happen in your life. And then sometimes God will be like, okay, I see you want to experiment. I'm going to let you, I'm going to allow this because I know yeah. that ultimately my will for your life is going to take over your desire anyway, right? Especially when you're chosen and anointed for a purpose and a call, right? So you can fight as much as you want to. So going back to this, this um, dibble and dabble. So I dibbled and dabbled for a few years 
until God met me in a dream and God has this freaky way of just like, like if I'm not listening, he'll, he'll like show up in, in my dreams, you know, and, and, wow. just like, and, and just give me this vision that, that you have to acknowledge, like, this is God, like coming and showing you this thing. Right. So yes. he showed me this thing that, um, what I was doing was not what he wanted for my life. And, um, I ultimately walked away from that one religion and entered into another religion that I thought was um, a Christian church and it turned out to be a cult. So I experienced that for a year of my life. And then after um, my husband and I, we were living in Queens at that time. I I got married at 20, so we were already married. um, And and that's the other thing he could testify about all of the, um, the, the journeys (laughs) <laughs> religious journeys <laughs> that I've been through <laughs> and he had to stand by and witness right yeah. um before I found a relationship with with, with God right yeah. so um we ended up leaving Queens and we moved back home um with my mom for a little while and I started going to it was called Love Gospel Assembly in the Bronx I don't know if the church is still there but <clears throat> that's where I started going and that's where I gave my life to Christ. So mm-hmm. it was amazing and funny at the same time because <laughs> I stayed with my mom for a year of my life with my husband and my son. And I asked God, why are you allowing this or ordaining it, whichever one he did, right? Yeah. And he said, because I'm about to take you on a spiritual retreat of your heart. Right. And through that year of being in my mom's home and, and, you know, as an adult with a husband and a kid. Right. Again, it was another humbling experience for me to understand that, yo, God will have his way with you when he wants to. (laughs) And and he don't care what you think. You know what I'm saying? So that experience, I love gospel really, it taught me many things. One, it taught me that church is a building, right? But we are also the church, right? God's spirit, his Holy Spirit lives inside of us, right? And we're supposed to have not just religion, we're supposed to have a relationship. And my relationship with God, Kay, is going to look completely different from your relationship with God, right? So I can't compare my relationship with you with God, with your relationship that you have with God. And that's what I was doing when I, you know, first I got back into the church and God had to, again, meet me in my dreams. Cause you know, that's where he shows up right? <laughs> to again, speak to me about the things that only his spirit knows that I'm struggling with. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So we yeah. can go to church, we can pretend, we can praise, we can do all these things. But if, if we don't open up our hearts to the Holy spirit, we're, we're just, pretenders right so it's like he began to show me because I wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit I wanted to speak in tongues and I thought you know someone had to lay their hands on me and I I went through this whole this whole experience that God had to meet me where I was at right and and he did that and and he he taught me about his essence and his presence and 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 how you know and how you feel when he just shows up and you feel that warm fuzzy feeling over you and you feel like oh my god like god i i i've never seen you before but i can feel you you know what i'm saying i i I feel your presence right now and and it's so real and it's so amazing that's a relationship that's not religion you know what I'm saying? So now as I am working on my relationship, right? Because in order for a relationship to get better, you have to put in the work, Keep right? <laughs> exactly. You have to find your love language, yeah. right? My love language with God is different again from your love language yeah. with God, okay? Right? So some people may may feel the need to, to pray on their knees, right? Yeah. I may feel the, the need to write in my notebook. Right. My love language. You can't judge me based on my love language because I know how God deals with me. Right. The fact that every time I take a shower and after I take my shower, I like to just sit in the tub, just sit and let the water run, because I feel that's what God 
talks to me. And I just, it's just something about that experience that that's my love language. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't yeah. judge me or you could, but you know, judge and be judged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, so yeah. it's like, do what, do what you feel God is leading you to do. And, and it's, 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 it's a place where now I, I think my kids, you know, I don't force them to, to go to church. I don't force them. And I'm noticing while, while I'm doing me, while I'm learning my own love language with God, they are developing their own love language with God, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're finding how they want to communicate with God. And, and I can't dictate to them what they should do or, or how they should do it. Right. And, and yeah. David worshiped God until he worshiped out of his clothes. Right. That, that may be your thing. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't yeah. know. And, and it's, it's not my place to, to judge or, or, or to, to tell you you're doing something wrong. You know, I always say that if God wants you to do something, he will always confirm it. And, and, yeah. and if you don't have peace about it, wait on God as, as hard as that is, girl, you know, it's hard, it is. but it is. as hard as it is, wait on God because he will answer. And, and one yeah. thing that, you know, I always say, and, and we had this conversation before, right? God's yeah. timing trumps all things. Yes. So don't be discouraged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His timing is, is, is perfect. And, 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 yeah. and it's based on his assignment for your life. So it is something that daily I have to keep reminding myself of because, you know, everybody wants it now. I want it now, right? I want yes, everything now, yes. Lord. I want it yes. now. But God is saying, no, my time and baby girl, but, but know that I got you. <laughs> know, yes. know that I'm strategic in this thing and know that when I do it, I do it well. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So yeah. that is that is a little bit about my relationship with God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the powerful Holy Spirit. Because girl, <laughs> I take the I take the three for one special, please. No, you can't leave any <laughs> one of those out of the three. Give me the three for one special. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. <laughs> like honestly, though, like you and you hit it. It's just our relationship because it is we each have to learn or we each have to come to the knowledge of god on our own yeah um, so someone may lead you to the house but they like they necessarily or but they necessarily can't lead you to god if that makes any sense amen um, they they can tell you about god but it is that personal decision to to meet him that relationship and that relationship like you said, it's, it's, it's true. It's different for everyone, you know, mm -hmm. for people, for some people it's, it is, like you said, speaking through dreams for others, mm -hmm. it may be, um, worshiping. Like one of my favorite things is just worshiping. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I can pray and I enjoy praying, but more than praying, <laughs> I just enjoy worshiping. Mm -hmm. Like I just enjoy putting on worship music and just worshiping. And that's what I enjoy. I enjoy doing <laughs> Give me one second. It's about to get. Give me one second. Um. Oh, I'm doing a recording. Um, but that's that's like one of the the things. Like it is the relationship is different for everyone, and how we navigate it is different. It could be a worship music experience. So you are the person that just loves to sing songs and just worship. Mm -hmm. It could be that you pray all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be all that you read the word all day. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it is because it's a relationship. Like, no one way to kind of navigate the relationship. It is, like you said, like your own personal love language and God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what makes a difference. It is between both of you on how you cultivate, how you build, and how you nourish and how you speak and how you walk out that relationship. Um, it is not a cookie cutter way to do it. Um, I think sometimes people try to, to say that it is, but it isn't. <laughs> it isn't, girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it isn't. Um, because then it becomes religion. If it yeah. is, then that's religion. That's not a relationship. Exactly. Um, and re religion doesn't feed the soul. 
it just I feeds the surface. So it, it feeds our ego. <laughs> yeah. Giving you a bunch of empty calories, girl. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feed the spirit. Um, so I, I love that you talked about that because it is, it's so, it's so true. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your platform? You already mentioned um, your platform, but can you tell us a little bit more about your platform? and how you started? Um, so I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing the experiences that's now under the umbrella of these passion-filled experiences for years, right? So yeah. when you think about the writer's notebook, I've been doing it since 2004 when I first started teaching, right? Yeah. But yeah. it didn't come under the umbrella until, you know, I, I created this LLC, but I've been doing workshops, you know, for years, right? At yeah. first in a classroom, and then I would do writing workshops in the community. I would do writing workshops in, the in you know, the kids that I work with now, the juvenile justice system, I was doing workshops with them. I had, you know, poetry writing workshop. I, I helped some of my students self-publish their poetry before they their release date. So it's like, you know, the work started a long time ago. The work is now just, how should I say? It's, it's, it's finding a place under this LLC umbrella, right? Trinity yeah. Girl Training started off in 2016. When I started, I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes. And I was like, oh no, because I know diabetes runs in my family. And people have this misconception because you're, you're skinny or slim, you can't get diabetes. You understand? So yeah. I joined um, Shape Up NYC as a participant and I started taking some classes and then one day the instructor came over and she was like yo you know you need to sign up for this training you know they they train you for free and then you give back to the community six months of um free training and then you know you can move forward and do whatever else you want to do with it so I started I trained with shape up and then I gave back not six months, but I, I did a, a whole year of free training for the community. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, I decided, you know, um, training girl training to me was not just about doing it on the outside. It was also, it became a personal thing for me. You know what I'm saying? So um, just again, the LLC made it consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the LLC yeah. made it official, you know, but the work was already being was was being done, and the last um, piece of it, the T with D, that actually um, started out with a girlfriend. Right, we just used to have T with D, get together okay. at the local coffee shop, and we had time, energy, and attention that we we felt was worth sharing with each other, with the insight that when I pour into your cup. And you pour into my, my cup, we both get satisfied. We both get filled, right? Versus you, yeah. you're the only one who's pouring and the other person's only the, the one who's sipping it. And then, you know, that, that energy doesn't get shared, right? And then yeah. from there, we actually spoke about turning T with D into a podcast, which um, we did, right? We, we did a couple of, of um, <laughs> sessions and T with D became a podcast and you know, my girlfriend also has her bigger podcast where T with D is living under, right? Um, Chrysalis Camera, and she's doing work with her podcast. So it just created a place for T with D as a podcast to live. But outside of the podcast, it's it's it became a, a coaching session, and because of COVID, I was able to take on some one on one clients who wanted some life coaching, you know, after I, I did my life coaching certification at, at, on the side, just, you know, not saying, because a lot of times we go back with man-made certification and knowing that you're certified and anointed by God, right? So yeah. yes, I, I did the man-made certification, but I knew God was calling me to do this because it's something that just kept on coming up, whether it be a student reaching out for advice, you know what I'm saying, or a friend, you know that there is something worth 
having. So yeah. I started doing more workshops, you know, I, in the communities, writing workshops, poetry workshops, you know, um, poetry reading. We even, for, I don't even remember what year it was, to be truthfully honest, but I launched what was called Passion Filled Writers, a woman's edition, and I did it for a year. Um, I committed a year to three women, including myself, it was four of us. So we committed to meeting monthly, writing together. And then I took them through the self-publishing process. And okay. they each, yeah, they each published, self-published a book at the end of our time together. So we started doing some shows together and then things went a little left, right? And because things went a little left, D being human and being, filled with an ego became bitter, right? And yeah. God had to, again, come back and take me back, you know, under his wing and say, come here, come here, let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, I'm not allowing these things to happen to make you bitter. I'm allowing these things to happen to make you better over bitter. So better over bitter became a movement. It became, you know, it got turned into a logo. It, it ended up being not only a first edition of one of my poetry books, but now it's a second edition um, of my, one of my poetry books. So it, it, it became not only a logo, but a testimony and a goal for my life that each day that I wake up, I'm going to work on being better over bitter. So yeah. better over bitter is, it's, 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 it's more than a brand. It's, it's like, you know, an acknowledgement that I get, I get to choose at the end of the day, I get to choose, you know, how I'm going to react to this situation. Am I going to be bitter or am I going to be better? So that too came under and it's a part of this platform. So this platform <laughs> lives right now on my website, yeah. these passion filled experience.com. Right. And if you go to that website, you find out more about me, but you also will be able to book an experience, whether it's the passion filled writing therapy session or Trinity girl training session, or if you want some T with D life coaching session, all of that is living on my website. It also has videos from Trinity girl training that you can work out with, you know, get a taste before you come yes. to the actual live training. You can get a taste on my website. Um, you can also buy products. The Better Over Bitter collection line is also on there. We have tote bags. We have t-shirts right now for women. We have, um, what else we have on there under the bed? Oh, we have pillows. Better Over Bitter pillows, girls. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. And I also have some of my um essential oil blends are on there i made okay. some spritzers some roll-ons and then some some inhalers so all of that stuff is on my website um what else is on that website oh the link to the podcast is on there yes. and yes and my blog that god's like you better get back on that thing girl i said i know jesus i know <laughs> <laughs> so all of that is living on my website and um yeah so that is an asset that I really have to invest more tea into this yeah. year is my website because um once you get there you will learn more about me and the experiences that I am currently um working under to help women, like I said, rest, reset, rejuvenate, so you can revolutionize your life and execute your God-ordained purpose here on earth. <laughs> yes, yes. Look, man, I love it. Like, honestly, just talking to you is like, oh, okay. You know, I'm just thinking about the stuff that I want to do, and it's like, okay, you got to get to work. You got to go do them things. You got to so. I'm I'm really enjoying this conversation. I hope everyone listening is too. And it's like pushing and driving you um, to get those things started or to get those things restarted or just keep that, keep it going. Um, and, and the thing about it, Kate, I just wanted to say that, you know, if I could do it while being a wife, a mother and educating all of that, you can do it too, yes. right? It's, it's yes. about really tapping into the strength of the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and being obedient, right? Sometimes it, it is that 3 a.m. wake up call, like get up, get your yes. computer, get up, get your notebook, get up, get this book, right? Get up, do yes. this, get up, do that. Like, like when, when he wakes you up, get up, right? And when he tells yes. you to rest, 
rest. And when he tells you to, to, to be still, be still. And when he tells you to move, move. When he tells you to pick up that phone call, pick up that phone call. When he tells you to, to send that phone call, you know, <laughs> press no, <laughs> decline. Exactly. Send that, that phone call to voicemail. You do that. This yes. is a season of obedience. And, and yes. I really think as, as we press forward, in God and, and acknowledging him first, because you have to acknowledge, you know, acknowledge where you are, acknowledge where you want to be and acknowledge that you can't do it without him. Right. Yes. And, and, and that you won't do it without him. I'm, yes. I'm not even just acknowledging that I can't do it without you. I, I, I don't want to do it without you. Don't send yes. me yes. unless you doing the way you did it for, for the Israelites when they, they was in the wilderness, like you was in front of them by day and by night. Like I need, I need that experience. And I know it's not going to, look the same right because yeah. every experience is going to look different but there's one god right so his yeah. his spirit his essence that 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 moment should feel like god i know this is you and if you know that you're not feeling him in that moment don't move don't move right. don't say yes don't sign the contract don't don't commit if you don't feel him there I don't want to be do there. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. Like, <laughs> you said, yeah. you said that, that's, like, honestly, it's like, you don't, and, and, and I think too, even for me, like, that's my constant, like, thought or mindset is like, I don't want to be where God isn't, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be outside the will of God, because outside the will of God is chaos. There's pain, mm-hmm. like, even within, the, even within his will, we'll feel a certain level of pain, but there's chaos and only pain. You know, no matter what pleasure you might feel for a moment, it's bleeding because his will is not there. Like his grace is not there. His favor is not there. And and the amazing thing though, I will say about God is even when you're outside of where he desires for you to be, um, he does give us that amazing grace that says, mm-hmm. hey God, I missed the mark. I need your help. And he show up <laughs> right yep. in the mess, right in the situation, and help you out. So yep. you know, like it, it is. It. I don't honestly in twenty twenty one. Why would you want to be anywhere other than his will? Like Amen. I think we've learned twenty twenty has shown us like life. We knew life was fleeting. We knew. It was literally like the um, the Bible says, like gone here today, gone tomorrow. Like I think it was like life is like a vapor. You know what I mean? Like hmm. we're like literally because there is no time as God is as God is concerned. Like we we read time, we understand time, but time the way we know it in twenty four hours, like that's not a God thing. In three hundred sixty five hmm. days, that's not a God thing. Like that's not His calendar. Like Amen. our 365 days is possibly as if it's one day. It could be one minute to him. It could a be one, second. one hour, one second. <laughs> like, like, you know, a millisecond. Like his, his perception of time is not the same as ours. And mm-hmm. I think we get caught up in that as like, you know, oh, waiting on God. And we tried to take waiting on God as like, okay, well, God has been two years. <laughs> God has been 10 years. Like, Girl. he said he was going to do this when I was six. I'm 60 mm-hmm. now, God. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, and God is like sitting there, like, six and 60. What, like, what, what that exactly. means? Exactly. Like, like, what that means? You 60. Like, like what a. What does that mean? Like, it means nothing to God. And he probably you said, know? "You be, you better be thankful I gave you that good skin." <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but it, it's just like, yes. And in twenty twenty one, let your motto be as you know that: be still and see God. Like, Amen. just that's that's just like twenty twenty one is just that year. Just be still and see God in as many times as you can say no to the things that don't serve you mm-hmm. and serve your purpose. And just because it might make somebody else feel better, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I think that's, that's what I learned in 2020 is just like, it's all right. Like I was knew I wasn't that person that, you know, said yes to everything, but I felt myself in 2021 
or, you know, in times past, like really saying yes to things that didn't serve my spirit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, it, and it's just like to make somebody else feel better, to make somebody else think better of me. And it's just like, look, <laughs> 2021 is like, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a no for me simon it's a no for me it's a no it's a no simon it's a no (laughs) like right it's 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 a no like you want me no (laughs) and and it's okay and it's okay and in those moments you lose people and people will talk about you and they will Mm -hmm. say whatever but it's like you know what will feel better your spirit yeah. And it's like at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. we have to stop. And, you know, of course, you just speak to it on, on a different level with being a mother and a wife. And, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like as women, our, 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 our language so much is to say yes, mm-hmm. to say yes to serving others and to say no to serving ourselves. Um, because sometimes serving ourselves mean we have to say no to serving somebody else. And yeah. it's like in 2021, it's okay. Say no to serving somebody else so you can say yes to serving yourself. Like Amen. you have to be full to pour out. And Amen. If, you're, if you're trying to pour out of empty spaces or empty spirit, empty soul, like nobody wants your dust. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> dust is not nourishing, but you know what is? Milk. <laughs> you know, oh, water. Like, <laughs> that is what people need. People, we need we need you to pour into yourself like let Amen. god pour into you so you can pour out something that's nourishing so yes god first and you next <laughs> god right and right. you next yep look look see look how much time do you got because like oh my gosh i didn't get nowhere near on some of these questions i just want to know how <laughs> where i need to stop oh my gosh oh my gosh oh let me see oh what can you tell us like what does your ultimate future look like what is you doing in that future in that future girl (laughs) they gotta show for honey D has a chauffeur, honey. She has a chauffeur. (laughs) But no, seriously. (laughs) D is traveling, right? First it's going, because I, they always say start small, dream big, right? So I wanted, I want to, I'll start even borrow to borrow, state to state, and then country to country, doing and sharing my experiences from my LLC. So I want to do writing workshops. I want to do fitness workshops. I want to have a coaching session. Oh, another thing that I didn't share before, I do women empowerment sessions, right? So I I do um, monthly workshops that I'm actually going to be starting back in 2021. I'm going to be doing monthly workshops where we come together as women. We are based on a particular theme. We write together. We share stories. We empower each other. So I want that's the work that I want to do. I want to really travel right? And and show people first and foremost, right? The importance of resting, resetting and rejuvenating, right? So you hear from God and you can actually get what you need to execute his plan here on earth, right? So that is a a big piece of it. The the other thing that I I would love to, to see manifest is a actual building where people can come to power down to power up. So you come mm. into the building, you power down, take all your electronic devices, you power down. But then by the time you, you get these different experiences, you're powering up, you know, your mental, your physical, your spiritual levels are going to be rising, right? So yeah. ultimately, I would love to also have a building, you know, where you can come in and, of course, it's only one D, right? But I yeah. also... There are other women out there whose mission 
are reflections of the work that I'm doing. So you may come to the building, you may not train with D, but you may, you will train with another passion filled woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like developing a tribe. That's the other thing that um, I, I want to see manifested in this year is my passion filled women tribe. I, it's my hope to launch um, at the end of my birthday month, which is March, but it, a tribe where like-minded women, again, coming together, spending time together, supporting each other, pushing yeah. each other, you know what I'm saying? Listening to each other, giving each other advice and, and ultimately going to my timeshare and having, you know, a real, yes. a year treat, you know what I'm saying? To just give ourselves some, you know, some healing time. Yes. That's that's another thing I definitely want to see. I want to see my books moving. I want people to know that D has published, you know, these books and they're available on Amazon and you can go and you can invite her to do a reading and, you know, call her into your school and let her do some workshops, invite her to your stay into your country, you know, bring her out so people can can share the essence and the presence of God that is living inside of her, you know, and, and really to, to see that. And, and one thing I, I always said, um, I used to say, I don't know if I, if I want it anymore, but, but <laughs> there was one thing that I used to say, and I remember you saying, like, if it's a desire, you know, that you keep thinking about God is going to give it to you. But I always say one day I want to be on Oprah's couch with all of my writer's notebooks. <laughs> Look. Look. With yeah. all of my writer's notebooks, my whole collection, like Oprah, these are all of my babies. <laughs> right. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> so who knows, you know, but those are just some of the things. And, and, I would love to write a memoir about my my life. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't yes. want to write. I want to tell my story and I want someone else to write it for me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's, yes. That's, that's something that I want to do. And, and I want a honeymoon. Can I throw that in there too? I want a honeymoon. Because like I said, we got married really young. And, um, you know, my, my dad had blessed us with our wedding rings. And, you know, so we yeah. didn't... We didn't have a honeymoon. So I want a honeymoon too. So let me throw that in there. <laughs> right. Why not? Look, like if somebody out there listening has a whole honeymoon, please come on. Like you own an island, like you have connections. You got your own plane. Yes. Yes. Like, we, we serve the God that can do all things. So yes. He said that we have not because we ask not. That's right, or girl. If we ask, we ask amiss. So yeah, yes. sis, just throw it out yes. there. <laughs> throw that out. Like, this is Jesus. what. Yes. <laughs> this is what I'm expecting, Jesus. This is what yeah. I know. I mean, He can do it. So yeah. I know you can do it, and I believe you want to do it for me. So yeah. yes, like I love everything that you just said. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's like. You know, as you talked about motivating women and traveling, those are two of my things. And I I enjoy, you know, on my vision board, I have Oprah and I have wow. Shire and I have Sarah Jake. So those are like among the three women wow. just for their platforms and their, like their strength. So, you know, Priscilla and Sarah, for obvious reasons, yes. their love for Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, the powerful platform that they stand on and still speaking because of their, of their love for Jesus. Yes, and then, yes. you know, Oprah, like, I believe she's not as vocal sometimes, but I believe that there is a love for Jesus and yeah. there's an acknowledgement that Jesus did that. And that's yeah. all because of God. Yeah. Um, but just the wisdom that all three women and the power mm-hmm. and the level of command that they have in those stages I I too hope to sit with Oprah one day, yeah. you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just, I don't know what me and Oprah are gonna talk about, but yeah. I I you know like I I one of the things I do I go to bed like normally I would go to bed with like scriptures or sermon, um because I completely believe like it has been said I don't know if that's biblical but uh the ears is the only thing that doesn't need. Uh, the only gate that doesn't need permission to enter. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
we are constantly listening. So what are we listening to? So like things are constantly entering our ears and our mind and our spirit um, because it doesn't need, and, and it's true. That's why you can go into a space and not like a song. Cause I remember, <laughs> I forgot what song it was. It was a Rihanna song. I was like, oh, that song is so annoying. <laughs> and then I, at that time I was in New York and I lived right by the window. So wow. sometimes everybody's driving by blaring it, just blaring it. <laughs> and I remember like walking and getting on the bus and I was singing it. And I'm like, why am I singing this song? Like I personally have never played it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but because it seeped it was in. <laughs> in the atmosphere, I could I it would it didn't it didn't need my permission to get into my ears and into my clearly into my mind and to where now I was now singing it. Yeah. And even though I professed that I hated the song, here I was singing it and now enjoying it because I'd heard it so much. Yeah. So, you know, like I I go to bed and like one of the things um, uh, a friend has shared it with Oprah. Um, it was like oh, top 50 things from Oprah. Mm-hmm. Was like Evan Carmichael, like he does like these um clips so it's like different things taken from Oprah's speeches or over the years things that she said and it's like 50 things and I go to I go to sleep to that just about every night and I throw in some Priscilla you know Shire but like for the most part like I just because ever since I've heard that I just keep listening to it yeah you know yeah because it's so much wisdom in everything that she outlines and you know from like the space of what we've already spoken about was you know, she was like, somebody said like, oh, Oprah, you're so full of yourself. Mm. And she used to, you know, she used to be um, taken back by that or she didn't like that when people said it. And then all of a sudden she kind of like started to own it Mm. because she was like, yeah, in order to pour out to others, I have to be full of myself. I have to be full of myself so I can pour out to you. And, and, you know, like, and, you know, just little nuggets like that she drops and there's 50 of them. And I was just like, you know, every night I'm like, it, it's just so good because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, it's just a constant reminder of like, what are we feeding our spirit? Mm-hmm. Like, even when we're asleep, our spirit is still open to hearing. That's why if there's anything going on, even while you're sleeping, um, you know, for people who are like, I hate reading the Bible. I don't enjoy it. I don't, I don't know how to read the Bible. It's like, literally, if you have the capability, you can just let the Bible play while you sleep and you'd be so surprised how much word you know, and you can recite Wow! just from, because it's getting into your spirits. So I hope you enjoyed part two of my conversation with my sis, uh, Denise Martin Thompson I hope you, you know, you're enjoying her wisdom and, you know, her, her life and just what she has to say. Uh, Cause as you can tell, I'm enjoying the conversation with her and the scripture um, that I really wanted to share uh, for this week was uh, Psalms 23 and Psalms 23 verse four was actually the scripture of the day um, on the Bible app. And I just thought um, I would share it with you. And it says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. And that's a New Living Translation. And I just thought it was just so funny because when I initially read it, I read it as saying, for you are close. I will not be afraid for you are close behind me. And that gave me so much comfort, like, oh, okay, God's behind me. And then I reread it again and realized it said beside me, that understanding that God does not walk behind us. He does not walk in front of us, though he has knowledge of what's ahead and what's behind. He walks beside us, hand in hand, foot in foot. He is the kind of God that walks with us. And that's why we can take comfort that we're not going, no matter what you're going through, 
You are not going through it alone. You are not by yourself. He has not forgiven you. It might feel like it some sometimes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know that feeling. It might feel like that sometimes. But just trust and believe and know that he is a God of his word. And he said that he's walking beside you. He has made every crooked path straight. So you don't have to fear. You don't have to be discouraged. You don't have to be dismayed. No matter what the situation is, no matter what's coming at you, remember you win. Say it to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I win. That is what we don't live a life of victory. Um, My favorite saying is, we live a life from victory. We are not walking out this Christian walk of victory. It's a from victory that we're walking. We It's already been done. It's already been the, the battle's already been won. The, the war has <laughs> already been won. We've already been named victorious. So we're not walking from a space of we're going to be victorious. We're going to win. We're walking from a space that we've already won. So no matter what is coming at you and what it feels like, just constantly remind yourself that you are living this life out from victory. From victory. I'm going to say it one more time. I just had to pause. (laughs) You are living this life out from victory. You have already won. So I hope you enjoyed part two of my conversation with uh, my sis. And she's going to be back next week to finish off our conversation. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you will make sure that you go ahead and follow her. If you're not already following or subscribed to my podcast, please go ahead and do so. Share it with someone who you think might enjoy the content. Um, And as always, please let me know what you're thinking. Please let me know if the topics are relevant to you, the discussions are relevant to you. And, you know, you could let me know if you're sick and tired of my part two (laughs) conversation. But I think I said it before that season four is that season of part twos. Uh, The ladies that I have on, the guests so far, they've just been so powerful, so filled with wisdom that I don't want you to miss anything and to cut it and water it down would not do the content of what they had to say justice. So I wanted to make sure that I kept it as authentic as possible um, because I want you to hear what they have to say, how they've said it. Um, Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed part two of my conversation with my sis and I hope you'll be back next week to finish off this conversation. So until next time, See ya.